Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. No games on the schedule? That doesn't stop us from talking football. It's time for the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association Show. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Here are your hosts, past WFCA president and associate head coach at Arrowhead, Tom Swiddle, and the fans' high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Welcome into the WFCA Show. It is uh, brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, sponsored by our friends at uh, your local pick-and-save stores. And, Tom, by the time we do our show in two weeks, there won't be any more football, I think, something like that. I really should change that open. I apologize for that. I'm Mike McGivern, our co-host. My co-host is Tom Swiddle, and he is out at next level for the WFCA Combine. Hey, Coach, how you doing? I'm doing great, Mike. How are you today? Good. You sound great, by the way. That's perfect. Oh, I'm glad. We're, I, I'm sitting in Brad Arnett's office, and I want to tell you, this is a working man's office. <laughs> He's got more stuff in here, mementos from the Watt brothers and everybody else. And, uh, yeah, we're in the midst of the lineman testing at this moment. What uh, Everybody show up. Numbers are good, I would assume, in, in, with, with linemen. And throughout the whole day, it's just going to be a lot of high school kids. Uh, it's unbelievable. And, 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 Mike, you've been out here. You've been a part of this when we've done the show live yep. from here. And, you know, you know the atmosphere of it. And, you know, just to put it in perspective, just uh, some numbers to throw at you, we have 466 athletes that signed goodness. up for the spring combine. Um, we had 197 in the fall combine. Obviously, the spring combine is for those schools that played their season in the fall and the fall combine were for the schools that played their um, games in the spring. And, you know, we have at the end of the day today, we'll have 663 high school football players participate in this year's combine. Boy, what an, uh, that's an incredible number, I think, Tom. And I remember back when you guys started it, and, and it was needed. I mean, the WFCA brought something that was really needed, and the idea behind it was to make sure that, 
you know, somebody like Next Level takes this thing and they do it right. I mean, there's not any fudging on the numbers. It is what it is. Here are the here are the correct numbers. And so I, I love the fact that the numbers are, are where they're at. And, and in a year where you had to kind of split it like you did, um, man, it's just really impressive, Tom. It is. And, and we're going to talk to Tony Biolo a little bit later in the show, but um, he's the chairman of the Combine. And, and Tony has taken this thing just to a, a whole different level. I mean, we're, we're just at a point where um, I don't know how many more people we could handle you know, in, in terms of the combine and, and moving it to next level and the great facility that, that Brad Arnett has here, I think is just a, a huge positive as well. And um, like I said, the atmosphere is, is just incredible. Boy, I uh, I wish I was out there. I got to be honest with you. First of all, just to be able to walk into Arnett's office and take a look, he'd have to check <laughs> to make sure I didn't walk out with anything, just so yeah. you know. He'd be yeah. looking around, McGivern, put that back, please. Yeah. Hey, let me run down today's show. At 10.15, R.J. Uh, Howard is going to uh, is going to join us, and he has worked every combine that you have, and be great to get a perspective from, from R.J. and some of the things going on. Tony Biola will join us at 10.30. At 10.45, Eric Tresky, Wisconsin Lutheran head football coach, the college head football coach, he's also my guest tomorrow on Faith in the Zone. So we're getting back-to-back days with Coach Tresky, which is awesome. 11 o'clock, our current electric superhero of the week, young man from Nathan Hale is going to join us. He is a big-time runner, track, cross-country, and uh, he's got a lot of really cool options for what he wants to do next year. At uh, 11.15, Coach, it's pretty cool. got a, a text from you about an hour ago. said, hey, you know what, 11.15, let's do Scott McDougal from Northern Michigan. And uh, that's a great get. You know there's a lot of college coaches out there, and, and getting yes. a guy from Northern Michigan is perfect. Yes, he, yeah. I, um, we probably have right now around 20 to 25 schools represented, and they're still coming in. Uh, I'm guessing right now there's about 50 college coaches, and I'm sure that number will expand as the day goes. And and uh, th- they are really, really uh, having a good time taking a look at our athletes, that's for sure. At uh, at 11.30, Travis Wilson uh, is going to join us. And, and Travis, man, he does as good a job as anybody in the country when it comes to high school sports, and he's going to join us. And we'll probably end the show with Travis. If not, you and I will have a lot to talk about um, that last segment. Hey, Tom, let's, if we can't, because we're going to talk mostly combine, let's talk about some other things going on with the WFCA. I know it's it's not like you guys, okay, we've got the combine, now we're going to stop thinking and looking at anything else. The clinic, the all-star game, all this stuff is still on the docket, and I know you guys are working hard at all of it. Yeah, you know, I, I talked to Dan Brunner this morning and uh, also to Doug Sarver, Dan is is in charge of the clinic, and Doug Sarver is in charge of the All-Star Games, and um, everything looks really positive. Um, I I think there would have to be, you know, some kind of major setback for the clinic not to happen or the All-Star Games not to happen. And there's a lot of details that are still being worked out, obviously. But, um, you know, what Dan said to me, the clinic is on for sure. And the information, I know we have a lot of people that listen to the show, high school coaches especially, and um, you're going to be getting your, your clinic sign-up information uh, this week, very, very soon. And um, our executive secretary, uh, Sharna Kelsey, is 
uh, feverishly getting everything ready to go for that and the vendors and, and so on. So we're very excited about that. Um, the Hall of Fame dinner, which is and the, the the banquet, which is a, a part of the um, you know the the weekend of the clinic. Um, we just have to figure out our number situation with that. So we're going back and forth with the Marriott and how we can do it. You know, we had Joe Labuda on uh, our last show, and Dan told me this morning there are 175 people coming from Menominee or from around the country to be a part of Joe Labuda's induction. Wow. 170. Now, you remember when you were yes. honored at the Hall of Fame. Think about like a... How many rows of people would that be? You know, 175 people. It's like 20 tables. Which yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> and yeah. who? And with with COVID, it could be 25 tables. Who knows? Hey, I'll tell you this. You you had mentioned um, Sharda Kelsey um, a couple minutes ago, and and I don't know what she gets paid to be the office manager and stuff there, but you all need to pay her a little more. I'm just oh, te- I, I'm just chance, telling you. Every chance I get, I I uh, I you know lobby for Sharna because we could not do these things. And you know that, Mike. I mean, we could not do these things without her expertise at just getting things done. She doesn't get flustered by anything. Like, I can call Sharna and say, hey, Sharna, I've got to get this out by tomorrow. Can you help me? I mean, it's done like in two hours, you know. I, um, we've, she's amazing. She and, is. And I, she's got the clinic rolling. And you know what? She, like you said, she had all this stuff rolling, and then COVID hit, so everybody's got to pivot. And I love people that do, that just don't flinch. They just aren't afraid to work. They go to work, get it done. We've got a couple of support people here um, at Odyssey, and, and I can tell you that I would have been let go – 15 years ago, had it not been for these people that that do a lot of stuff to, to make me look good. Every once in a while, I'll drop off a card or slide 100 to them to say, hey, go go take your wife or your buddy to dinner or whatever, because there's no way. And she would be somebody that I'd have to do that for every day if I worked there. Oh, absolutely. We, we love Sharna, and boy, we, we need her. Hey, when when uh, this clinic is is going on again, and it's uh, it's coming up in June, and you you got to feel really good that when you talk to Dan Brunner, he says, "Look, with June third through the fifth, man, the Marriott Madison West in Middleton, where we have it, we are ready to go, and our forty fourth annual football clinic is going to happen. Make sure if, if you're a high school football coach and you haven't done this yet, make sure that you get in there and sign up." Uh, there's a number of things that, that you can get involved in if you want to sponsor it. I know that there's still ways to become a sponsor of this clinic, and, and uh, you can go online. Go to w, uh, it's wifca.org, wifca.org, and there's a lot of information on all the events that they do throughout the year, and there's a way to get a hold of these guys. And if you're a company that, that feels like this would be the perfect audience for us to be in front of, do yourself a favor, and then you go up there and, and walk through and take a look, and you'll know it. You'll know right away that that was a really good move for you guys to get involved in that. So get a hold of Tom or any of those guys on the website, and they can guide you and, and direct you in a way to become a sponsor of this event. Hey, Tom, the All-Star Game coming up. I, I know that we've gone back and forth this week uh, with Children's Hospital, and I owe you guys some proposals, and those are going to come early next week. I had to get a couple of things approved here at the radio stations, but we're going to try to be part of that in one way or the other. And uh, the All-Star Game is, is, man, it's coming up quick, Tom. Yes, it is. And, 
you know, I don't want to speak out of turn here because Doug Sarver, and we're going to have him on the show soon sometime right. to talk about this. You know, everything is not finalized. Correct. But it looks to me, based on what Doug told me this morning, it sounds to me, I should say, like we have secured um, the venues to to practice at for the week and also to hold the games. It's going to look a little different. I don't want to get out in front of it, but it's going to look a little different this year in terms of how it's going to be set up and scheduled. But uh, everything, again, is, is looking very positive um, for having the, the clinic. Hey, excuse me, having the hey, games, excuse me. Hey, Tom, you know what? High school, as you know, because you're the associate head coach at Arrowhead, high school football looked different this year, but people adjusted to it. And yeah. I think 95% of the people, and this would include me, were just happy that these boys got a chance to play. Yeah, and, and we're hoping that uh, – you know, given some of the health protocols, we had to write a, a proposal, which Doug Sarver did, and he did an excellent job with that. But we had to write a proposal that, um, you know, outlined what we were going to do, and we did it with Children's Hospital. They are going to be involved in the, the testing and all the different things that, that are going to happen. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's going to get done, a lot of work, but it's going to get done and it's going to be worth it. We're going to be able to to honor quite a number of, of uh, high school, outstanding high school football players and give them one more chance to play a game. And raise money for Children's Hospital. And which raise is, money for Children's, you bet. Not only is that the key, I mean, as far as uh, raising the money, but, Tom, you, and we'll talk about it again as we get closer. We're going to talk the rest of the show on the Combine, so I want to touch a couple of these things before we get to the Combine. But when you talk about, you know, the All-Star Game, I mean, you were the head coach of the South two years, and you said, look, the game's great, the week is great, but – the friendships these kids make and the fact that they understand and really understand what Children's Hospital does for our area and the Midwest was probably one of the best things about this. And I, I just think that's awesome. And I think that that's, if we can have that continue, that's really important. Well, I agree. I just know the lifelong friends that my, my son, um, you know, developed, uh, you know, playing in the all-star game. And I, I always tell this story, and, and probably our, our listeners are sick of hearing it, but I'm telling you, when I walked down one morning into my basement at 5.30 to, to work out and get on the treadmill, and I turned the lights on, and I heard all these groin, uh, groans, and, and I heard uh, about seven or eight kids that were in the all-star game sleeping down there telling me to shut the lights off and get out of there. It was, you know, because they had spent the night and, you know, did did surprise me. Hey, did you but say, hold on a second. It's my house. You get out yeah. of here. What are you talking right. about? Knowing you, you shut the lights off and you get out of there, didn't you? That's exactly what I did. You're a good man. I can tell you that. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, R.J. Howard is going to join us. And, look, he's worked every combine that uh, WFCA has done. And you get a good uh, good perspective on things that are going on from RJ. And that uh, is on the other side of the break. This is the Pick and Save, Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by our friends at Pella, 
windows and doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. My co-host, he's out at next level for the WFCA Combine. He's past president of the WFCA, WFCA Hall of Fame member, associate head coach at Arrowhead, Tom Swiddle. Hey, Tom, so R.J. Howard's been uh, working these things for a long time. Yes, he has. He's been involved in every single combine that we've had. And, you know, R.J. is is the first guy, like the first face, the first voice they hear um, here at the combine. He's uh, He kind of stages the different groups. So, for instance, the linemen came in, and about 15 minutes before uh, they were going to start uh, performing at the combine, uh, RJ gets them together and he, he tells them what to expect, all the different things. He covers the WFCA player profiles and talks about that. So, like I said, he, he's the first voice, the first face that, that they get uh, to hear and look at. And, RJ, it's great to have you with us today. And, you know, RJ coaches at Elkhorn, and he's been at Tremper and Waterford with Stosha Central, among other schools. So he's been a, he's a veteran coach and has seen a lot of things. And, uh, RJ, how's the day going so far? Going really well. The, uh, the kids were excited to be here and just looking forward to doing everything they're, that they're asked of today. You know, when you talk to those guys, RJ, um, the look on their face, like they're so intent, they, they, they just hang on every word that you say. They're, you can see that they're well-coached. They come from great programs, and they really want to learn. They really want to excel, and they take advantage of everything that's here that's given for them to, uh, to, ex- to exceed everything that they can think of. Yeah. And, and what are your thoughts? You know, you've been a part of, of previous combines that were held at Sussex Hamilton, which is a great facility, but it, it's really taken up, a, I think, to a new level here at Next Level. It really has. Our first year, I believe, seven years ago, we had about 125 kids at Arrowhead, and it's morphed into, this year, I guess, two separate combines um, uh, between fall and, and uh and the spring, and it's going to be over 600 kids. You need a water? Fine, I won't ask you everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's our Fred Brad that just walked through, Mike, by the way. That's um, awesome. It, it's, just, it's just grown and grown and grown. And, you know, Coach Swiddle and Coach Biolo and, and Dan Brunner and Doug Sarver, they've just grown us from this to the largest, best-run state combine in the country. It's phenomenal what they've done. Hey, RJ, when, um, when these kids come in – you know, they, they, you're the first guy that they see. Do, do you see that they're looking around at other kids? Let's see. All right, I played against that kid. I played against him. I've heard of him. Do you see that 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 curious kind of look on these kids' faces? Absolutely. You can also see some of the kids, uh, they get uh, split up into groups. We have, I believe, nine groups for the offensive linemen. And they have to stay assigned to where they're at, but – they kind of gravitate towards kids that are might be better than them to see how they match up against them, and they're all craning their necks to look at what their times were and somebody else's times were. So uh, they're all trying to compete at every level. And, you know, right, where they are at the school that they're at, they may be the alpha dog, right? They may be the left tackle at whatever school they're at, but then they start looking around going, well, all right, well, that kid's the alpha dog. He's the, I heard he was the best player. He's going to Michigan. you got to be kidding. So that's, it's funny to me, yet there's some nervousness that they have as well. So it, it is an, I can't imagine many of those kids, especially the linemen, because they're, they're getting first, that they slept very well last night. Uh, 100%. They, uh, 
you can definitely see the nervousness, but the first thing I try to ask them is, guys, when you're here, have fun today. Compete yeah. and just have fun. Yeah, and I and that's just a great message, Mike, that, that RJ gives them that, you know, this isn't life or death or anything like that, you know, even though there's, you know, probably over 50 coaches that are here by now from colleges, and we do get, you know, athletes here that get offered right here at the Combine. You know, but it, it's it's relax, have fun, whatever happens, happens, just give it your best shot. Yeah, that's the key. Hey, RJ, and, and I keep saying this, but do you have any um, – Pull and, and what the times are for these guys as far as how come they how come the big boys always have to come in early and the pretty boys <laughs> get to come in late, RJ? I, I don't have any pull. Come on. What I've been told, because it's the largest group and it can run over time, we want to get it going early so we're not delaying the rest of the players in the state. You know, in normal years, we haven't come from Superior all the way down to Kenosha and everywhere in between. And we just don't want these kids traveling so far to be delayed. So I think that's the reason why. Well, we and things. and you know, for a guy like me, I would say, look, if you have the big boys coming last, it's okay if we're a little late. We, there's nobody coming in after. So <laughs> you know, I've got you know a boy like me, RJ. I've got stupid answers for for everything. I I just love the fact that that this thing has grown to the to the point it is. And and RJ, guys like you that make a commitment to it, and and you're there every year, and you're you're helping out. It's not like they're they're paying you guys a whole lot of money, if anything. I don't think you guys get paid to do this, do you? Um, they, there's a little stipend that, that they give us. but It's gas money. Yeah. And, I, and it, I was just talking to Tony uh, earlier. This has grown by leaps and bounds with the players, but by the coaches that volunteer their time as well. Um, we have more coaches here today helping out than we've ever had. And it's wow. It's such a testament to the coaches in Wisconsin. And, and and next level. Those guys do a great job. And, and uh, I, I can't tell you, when, when it was at Sussex-Hamilton and we could do this show live, I, I just sat back and watched how you guys – you know, choreographed everything, made sure that that kids were getting there on time. The other thing was if a kid, you know, he faulted on a jump and he put his head down, there's somebody there going, hey, don't worry about it. You got another one. Just relax. Just hit it this time. And so for people to be talking to them, the one thing that's different this year, RJ, is, is over at Sussex Hamilton in pre-COVID, there'd be a whole line. There'd be a lot of parents and grandparents on the side watching. Not much of that going on this year, I'm sure. No, we're not allow, uh, allowing anybody in the facility besides the coaches, Brad's team, and the, uh, the student-athletes. Um, and, and there are parents outside. Right now I was out there a couple minutes ago, and there's parents still meandering around, and they're chomping at the bit, wanting to see what's going on. But, yeah, <laughs> it, it, we're trying to keep it as safe for everybody as possible. Hey, t- Tom, it doesn't surprise me that the parents are out there chomping at the bit. I love that. That means yeah, they're fully know. invested in what their kids are doing. Absolutely. And, and, you know, we've all been there, right? You know, like you want your, your son or your daughter to, to be able to, you know, show what they can do. And, and uh, you're as nervous as they are, or maybe even more so. Hey, um, RJ, when, when these kids uh, are coming in, and I think that the benefit for some of these kids is now they know kids. They maybe had a brother or a teammate um, that have been through it before, that they can say, hey, look, okay, what do I need to get prepared for? Are, are you guys able to see 
like by just by your eyes, if guys have have really worked at their vertical jump and their broad jump, and they've been understanding here the last four or five weeks, making sure that they're ready for this, compared to the kids that are just kind of showing up and going, "Hey, I'm a pretty good athlete. I'll just kind of do what they tell me to do." A hundred percent, Mike. You can tell, and I and I believe a lot of it's got to do with the combines that are on TV now. That has become a prime time television event, and kids are seeing this. And I've heard from um, kids here talking about it, how they work on technique leading up to this. It's, it's so impressive on how important it is to these kids about anything they can do to save a tenth here or add five pounds there. It's, it's, it's a really cool thing to watch. Well, and one of the other things that happens, Mike, and again, you know this because you've seen it, if let's say somebody uh, you know, did something not quite right for the pro agility, Brad Arnett's guys will coach them. Because you get two shots at everything, you know. So, um, you know, if something didn't go right or they didn't use the right technique or didn't quite understand the drill, you know, time is taken to correct it. And, you know, so that they can show the, the best that they can in whatever drill they are doing. And I think that's another added thing here is that, you know, the kids are getting coached while they are doing the actual events. Hey RJ, during the during the day or during the you know each of these events or each of these positions, so you meet them. Then what is your job once the offensive line those kids are all set in their positions and, and their stations? What what uh, what do you then um, start doing? Do you then wait for the 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 next group to come in? Kind of walk around making sure each group that's here. Like I said, we have nine stations going on at a time, making sure everyone's kind of moving at the same clip, if at all possible, uh, getting all the times ready to get logged in, getting ready for the next group um, to come in. There's something constantly going on here to get on a normal day over 500 kids through in less than eight hours. I believe today we have over 400. Oh, my goodness. There's something going on constantly. It keeps us busy. Well, and RJ also sort of helps them uh, register. So, I mean, he's he's moving around. He's, he's doing a lot of things, not only in the area where the testing's going on, but he'll come in where, where the kids sign in and get their numbers and their shirts and, and things like that, and he makes sure that that's running smoothly. I mean, you can just imagine what it's like with kids coming in and having to check in at, at tables, and, and R.J. oversees that as well. Wow. R.J., thank you so much. Man, I appreciate you coming on this show, and we really appreciate all the sweat equity and time that you put in for this combine. So thank you very much. Thank you very much for giving me the opportunity, Mike. You have a good day. Yeah, you bet. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Tony Biola is going to join us. President-elect, and he's a combine chair for this event, and he will join us on the other side of the break. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coach Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I'm Mike McGivern. My co-host, Tom Swiddle. He's out at next level for this year's Combine. We are now joined by Tony Biola, president-elect of the WFCA Combine Chair. Hey, Coach, how you been? I've been good. Been good. Man, it seems like I get a chance to... Well, I talk to you maybe twice a year, maybe three times. That's not, uh, not a ton, but... A lot every year this time of year we talk to you and, and I'm wondering how things are going this year. 
you had such a good template going, and then COVID hits. And it's like, okay, now we got to make some adjustments, and congratulations on making those adjustments. I'm, I'm wondering if you've anything that you've had to adjust to do now that you didn't have to do then, will you will you continue any of the policies that you have now once we get cleared to, to do things back to normal? Well, I think once we're back to normal, it's it's uh, everything is back to normal. Um, you know, the different things that we have to do now, you know, just just monitoring kids in the fall. We did, you know, we, we were able to run a combine this fall. I think the resiliency of coaches and kids really showed through because, I mean, as an association, you know, we, we were really determined to give our kids a chance, and there were teams that weren't able to participate in, in football in the fall. So we really came up pretty quick, all within about a four-week time span, decided, you know, we're going to run a combine. We tried to do one in the summertime when they were looked like things were opening up. Um and it just didn't pan out and did the exact same thing in the fall. And it did pan out. It was, it was fantastic. We were able to get, uh, you know, neck gaiters, face coverings for the kids um, and just get them registered. And we had about just about 200 kids come through in the fall that weren't able to participate in fall football, got a combine in then. And so now we have a combine now, but you know, once football is back full swing in the fall, there's, there's really not going to be a fall combine. So we won't keep that part of it. Um, but it does look like, I mean, we could have easily had over 600 kids had this been a normal year. Yeah, Tony, the numbers are staggering. I yeah. mean, really, think about the first combine we had at Arrowhead outdoors, and it was sunny but cold and windy. I remember yeah. that day. You remember that as well, I'm sure. And um, I, I just think about the 100 or so kids, 125 participants in that first one, and now you look at when it's all said and done, we will test somewhere in the area of close to 700 yeah. athletes. Again, the numbers are staggering. It is. We've had a great turnout. I mean, coaches around the state know it. The kids are, are recognizing it, and the college coaches are showing up, which is, which is critical for us. I mean, they recognize that it's a, it's a well-run combine. The times are legit. They get the chance to see the kids. Just a good thing. Hey, I, yeah, and talking about those coaches, Mike. Um, you know, I had an opportunity before the show to kind of walk around and, and talk to some of them. You know, we've got guys that have driven, you know, six, seven, eight hours to get here for this combine. That's amazing. Yeah, I, that, it's incredible. And and when when again when it was over at, at, at Sussex Hamilton and we got to do this show, Tom, live there, I got a chance to talk to some of those guys. And I said, man, you came a long way for this. And he said, you don't understand. This is one of the, the best combines we've seen. And what I've been able to do then is take three days on the road, you know, see a couple of other kids or talk to some coaches in the state or do, you know, I've got family in northern Wisconsin, whatever, and then come to this because we know that we've gotten quality kids coming out of Wisconsin for years. So let's make sure that... We don't want our competitors out here and us not be here, and it's really important for us to be here. Tony, when, when, when college coaches make the decision to come into this thing, you, you know if this isn't run well and correctly, they're only going to show up one or two years. These guys keep coming back because of the way you guys do this thing. They do. I mean, and it's a credit to our high school coaches. It's a credit to next-level sports. I mean, the professionalism that they run through the entire process with, uh, is legitimate, and when you're here and, and watch it happening, I mean the kids the kids walk away I think with a real great respect for for everything that they've done too. It's not just a 40 yard dash that they used to be timed at in their schools or at their schools, 
or an L drill. I mean, the way these guys talk to them about it and then run them through the drills is outstanding. And, and you can't, again, uh, certainly we've praised Next Level and in particular Brad Annette, but um, again, the credibility that is carried with this combine because of them, it, it's just, that's what's helped us get it to this level is, is just the fact that, as Tony said, it's legitimate. I remember when my son, you know, was, was a senior and, and uh, you know, he put together a huddle film and he had thing. you know, people put stuff on their huddle like the 40 yards. You could put any time on there, you know, like this, sure, I, I, four or five, you know, and they're not a four or five, you know. And it's sort of like what Paul Christ said to me, what he really likes about this, this combine is that you're comparing apples to apples. He knows if somebody's been here, um, everybody's being timed and measured the exact same way, so the numbers are legit. Hundred percent. Yeah, I agree with that. Hey, uh, Tony, did you get a lot of calls from from parents or coaches saying, "Hey, look, we haven't. I don't know anybody that's gotten involved in the combine before. Can you kind of talk to us a little bit about what? Do I need to be there with my son? Is it okay if I'm there? I mean, I'm just wondering the kind of questions, especially early on." that you would get from from this. And I, and I think now it's almost built a life of its own, kind of like the clinic, where people know about the clinic, they understand what they're getting into when they go to the clinic. I'm wondering if that has happened with the combine as well. It seems to. I mean, we yeah, we don't we haven't gotten as many calls lately, you know, what, what to expect. Now, and they'll say, Travis Wilson does our, the, the mailings, the mass mailings to the kids once they're signed up and has a lot of communication with with parents. Uh, we get, you know, we'll get some late entry people. We'll get some people just not sure. In the last week, I probably got about ten emails. Hey, I haven't gotten an email yet about what we're doing or where we're going. Well, the emails all went out this week, and it was it was really no problem. Some parents get a little anxious two three weeks ahead of time. You know, when we we'll send stuff out about one to two weeks ahead of the of the combine, and and we do have it open. We purposely we open it very early and we leave it open so we can just grab all those kids that tend to forget and not go through the headache of having to reopen things. Um, but yeah, Travis does a good job of communicating exactly what they need to be coming and doing. And, you know, this is, this is the first larger combine that we haven't had parents here um, because of the next level complex that we use instead of going to a school. Hey, you know what's cool, too, Tom, is you go on the website, uh, WFCA and it's WIFCA.org. And you can look at the combine results from last year, 2019, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14. You can go back and look at those combine results, and you can take a look at some of the kids from around the state you know, who are playing in college to see how they did on that combine. And, and you can also, and I haven't done this, but I'd, I'd, I'd love to be able to look at the progression from, let's say, 2015 to 2020, and once the results come up for 2021, to see – Overall, if the kids have have improved on some of the numbers that they're, they're that they're setting and putting up on on the results page, yeah, Tony might have a feel for that more so than me because Tony enters all of that information. He's uh, it's unbelievable. He, he he puts all that stuff on there. Tony, have you seen like things getting faster and jumping higher and further? And we get a little bit of it, you know. But I think the best. Is always just the best, you know. I mean, the top end stuff is really. We always have one or two kids that really top out in a forty. As a whole, everybody hasn't necessarily improved or or gotten worse. I think it's it's just you know sometimes you get some of those kids in di- different categories 
have the different specialties any given year. You know, the fastest 40 comes out of the wide receivers, then the next year it might be a running back. But, yeah, it's well, it's harder. It's not really a, like, the linemen didn't used to run five twos, and now they're all of a sudden at five flats. Yeah. Hey, hey Tony, speak to the, you know, we've mentioned, we had R.J. Howard on yeah. in the first uh, segment, and we've mentioned Travis, who's certainly a major part of this combine, and Brad Arnett and his guys. Mm-hmm. You know, speak to some of the other people who have, been with you now for you know all seven or eight uh, combines that we've had you know guys that come back year by year and and you know is there anybody that you'd like to mention or perhaps you know just as in general just talk about all the things they do to help pull this off because I got to tell you once again Tony and congratulations to you but this is running like clockwork this yeah, is a well-oiled machine man and you know there's just a lot of people that contribute to that it is I mean we have yeah you say I can't even think of Everybody that's helped out year after year after year. I mean, this is this is probably the first year Brian Kaminsky hasn't been here. You yeah. Know, during spring football, and he's been here every year. And we have a lot of coaches that have just keep kept returning. Um, and there's a bunch. I mean, we've got 20 some coaches from the state throughout the state, northern Wisconsin, southern Wisconsin, everything that just keep coming back to this. So I think you know it's a credit to those guys that just come in and and just keep doing the things hey, that they're doing. Hey Tom, if they're uh. If they're asking 10th graders to bench 170 as much as they can and 11th graders to bench 185, so the progression with age, what do you think they'd be asking a guy like me? Man, <laughs> I can't, it, there's not pounds. enough weight. <laughs> yeah, we don't have enough plates to no, put it on. For I you, think they right? should go down to about this a buck 20, a buck 20 <laughs> for an old grandfather like me. And let's see if I can get that, you know, twice and I'd be happy. Hey, Tony, well done today, as always. You know, we, we we speak so highly of of the work that you do and and all the the amount of work you put in for the WFCA um, does not go unnoticed, and we thank you for that. Thank you, I appreciate it. Yeah, you bet. We're going to get to a break. Eric Trusky, head football coach at Wisconsin Lutheran College, and my guest for tomorrow's Faith in the Zone. We're going to get Eric today and Eric tomorrow. He's a good man, and uh, I'll tell you this: we taped Faith in the Zone. You're not going to want to miss that. 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. on 1250 a.m. The Fan. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 a.m. The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I'm Mike McGivern. My co-host is Tom Swiddle, but I'll tell you who gets more airtime on this station is maybe Eric Tresky, the head football coach at Wisconsin Lutheran College, man. This is awesome. He's on with us today talking combine, college football, tomorrow faith in the zone, 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. And I can tell you, because we recorded this thing. It's a really good show. And he's a man who's completely honest, and I love that. And we also, if you heard the commercial just before we came on, Tim Tebow coming in. Um, and, and it's just really an exciting time to be part of everything going on over at Wisconsin Lutheran. But he's going to be coming in uh, for the Servant Leadership Award that they give out. I was at the event a few years ago when Tony Dungy was there, and I can't, uh, I can't t- say enough good things. Food was great. 
the people that uh, you're sitting with at the tables were were ridiculously um, open to talk to you about anything that you want to talk about. The food was outstanding, and uh, I'm excited to to be part of this thing again. And it's going to be outside, and it's going to be under a tent, but it's be on the football field. And uh, our next guest knows a lot about the football field over at Wisconsin Lutheran. He is Eric Trusky, head football coach at Wisconsin Lutheran College. Hey, Coach, good talking to you again. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having me on. I feel like uh, we're, we're becoming partners here. Well, you know, Sw- hey, Swiddle, I don't know. You might not make the, the, the day. I might have to fire him and bring you in. I don't know. Or you guys get me fired and you guys take over 100%. That might be the best way. Hey, Coach, when, when you come into a place like um, Next Level and, and you've been out to this combine before, it, it just is really impressive. And I don't know if you've been to other combines uh, throughout the Midwest and to see how they do it. And if, and if you haven't, you, you might not understand to the level of, of what these guys are doing, uh, the WFCA is doing with this thing. But this is as good as it gets throughout the country. Oh, this is phenomenal. I, I think a um, couple things stand out to me. First, the fact that this is sponsored by the Coaches Association. Um, you know, I've been at combines around the country, and I think this is the only one of its kind where the, the high school coaches are, are actively advocating for their kids to get in front of colleges. And, and not only that, it's, it's done with Next Level, who does everything at such a high level. Um, you know, a lot of combines, it's kind of pay your money and, and run a shuttle and, and, and get out on your way. And honestly, when you're going through these drills, you're seeing it, they're getting coached up as they're going through the drills. These guys at Next Level want to make sure that the kids are – not only getting exposure, but they're also getting better while they're here. And, you know, Eric, you, it's great to have you on because it's just a, a perspective of a, of a college coach. So, you know, what are your expectations when you come to this combine or any combine? I mean, what, what are the things that you're looking at? What are you trying to achieve by going? So like the, the biggest thing is you get an opportunity to see kids and how they respond to coaching, how they interact with one another. Um, how, how they move with maybe some things that they're not familiar with. Because you know when they get to, to your school that they're going to be taught some, some new things or get exposed to, to some new techniques. And, um, you know, film always tells the biggest story, you know, when you're evaluating athletes. But this gets, uh, gets you an opportunity to be kind of hands-on and, and see how kids respond um, to the things that you can't see on film. And, you know, you probably have come here and you, you've looked over the – you know, the, the 466 names that that you got in your packet this morning when you checked in, um, how many of those kids have you been actively recruiting, kids that you've reached out to that you know about that are here? Um, quite a few, and, and honestly even more so than we're able to normally get exposure to. That's, that's I think, the huge benefit of an event like this is there's corners of the state of Wisconsin that, that we'd love to get to, and, and with your staff size or time, um, you, you just can't. And so. An event like this affords us opportunity to meet with kids that we don't get to see on a regular basis. Yeah. Hey, Eric, um, we had a chance, and, and if people can't listen to Faith in the Zone tomorrow, to talk a little bit about this year for you as a college football coach. And it really, I mean, just an odd year. You, you had to wait a long time uh, as the head coach at Wisconsin Lutheran to kick off for your opener. And it, it just, everything was, was, was so different. You guys, um, you may have played your last game, not quite sure, but it's, it's a team that you're so happy the seniors got a chance to get on the field before they, they leave the school, but it wasn't exactly um, the, the results on a couple of the games that you had hoped for, but you feel very hopeful for the future. 
Yeah, very excited about, about where we're going as a program. Um, and it all starts, honestly, with, with our kids on our team. I think a lot of us, I was talking with a lot of the high school coaches, college coaches that are here at this combine just about the last year. And um, the one thing that I think is a common theme is that it's been very hard for us as coaches, but the kids have been incredibly resilient. And, and that's the thing that I'm really proud of with, with our football team is just the way that they've responded to a, a situation that's really out of their control. And, um, you know, I think we're do we just wrapped up our player meetings. Um, so we met with every single one of our players this past week. And um, the general theme that, that every meeting has is just how excited they are about where we're going as a program and about the standards that they're, they're setting. You know, the, the players are setting for themselves. And um, we're, we just can't wait to see where we can take things. You know, Mike, I've been around Wisconsin Lutheran College football for a long time, um, having coached at Wauwatosa East forever, it seems. And um, I remember Dennis Miller when he started the program, Dennis and I sitting down and, and talking. I was, I think, the first coach that he reached out to. And so I've, I've, with interest, I've watched how the Wisconsin Lutheran College program has grown and where it is compared to where it started when they were practicing at Rainbow Park in West Dallas, yeah. you know, on the rugby field there. And, um, you know, I, I just have to say this, you know, and, and, and I know Eric personally, we work together at Wauwatosa East, and he just embodies everything that Dennis Miller started at Wisconsin Lutheran College, and I feel so good, you know, in terms of the direction of the program under Eric's leadership, and and just knowing again the program like I do, um, it is just a wonderful place to play college football, and I'm sure that uh, you're going to get the players that you need to make that uh, continuously successful, you know. And I just wanted to say that Eric, because um, you know, again, I I, I just. I've just watched that program grow, and I know it's in great hands. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Hey, hey, Eric, can I ask you, when you when you come over um, to to next level, and you've been there an assist, as an assistant coach, and, and we all know sliding over those six inches on the bench might as well be 10 miles. Is there something different now that, as the head coach, that you're looking at when it comes to the combine compared to what you what you would look for when you were an assistant coach? Um, I don't know if it's necessarily different as an assistant. I think it's just um, maybe with a little bit of age and wisdom. You, I think when you're a young assistant, you get re- really enamored with numbers and, um, you know, I think some of the, the, the athletic tangible things that you can measure. And I think as, as you grow as a coach, you start to see that, like, those things, yeah, they matter, but the, what matters more is the type of, of character and the type of kids that you're, you're going to be coaching. Um, I've been a part of some great teams. And I've been a part of some teams that have, have struggled, and honestly, the the common thread with those great teams was was not necessarily athletic ability, but the character of the men on that team. And so, coming to an event like this, I think right now my my eyes are more in tune with with how guys are carrying themselves, with the way that they encourage each other, the way that they receive feedback, and just compete. How they handle adversity, maybe yeah, if something doesn't go their way on a certain drill. Yeah. Hey, so you know what's good about that is I still have a little eligibility left, and I ran that 40 in like 11 seconds, so you're okay with that then. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that there we go. That's that's awesome. Hey, coach, again, thank you so much, and and um, I really appreciate the time that you gave me earlier in the week for Faith in the Zone. And and t- guys, take a listen to that show, 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. tomorrow, or go to faithinthezone.com and take a listen 
to Eric Tresky, the head football coach at Wisconsin Lutheran College, gives a great testimony, and we talk a lot about the Tim Tebow event coming up. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, young man from Nathan Hale is going to join us. Here's our current electric superhero of the week. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coach Association show presented by Pella, Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan.